Episode 37, Friends, Acquaintances, and Strangers. You forgot about frenemies. Well, we're going to talk about some frenemies as you, you, you need to educate me on frenemies. Because I will definitely educate you. Definitely. And that's what we're going to be actually talking about. But, you know, I remember a song when I was growing up uh-huh. by a rap group. I may be dating myself what right now. What is it now. called? It's, friends. Yes, by a How group. many of us have them? Yes, Let's called. Friends. They were by. It was a group called Houdini. Oh, I remember that. And song. if you really want to listen to those lyrics, it kind of gives you a good understanding of what they define as friends. Yeah. And there is a lot of truth in music sometimes. Yes, there is. But we're gonna be talking about friends, acquaintances, and strangers on this episode. And frenemies. <laughs> and frenemies. <laughs> On this episode of the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, episode 37, coming Stay up. Stay tuned. Now. Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil. And Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Our primary focus is on the marriage relationship. However, the topics are applicable to the relationships that we value most. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow. You know, before we actually get started, the definition of a friend can be very fluid, depending on who you talk to. Some people will. And now we we are going to be talking about this from the standpoint of relationships. Yes. And obviously everybody has a definition of what friends are and Mm -hmm. how it can be defined to them. Yes. This is not a one size fits all. This is just something that we thought it would be good to talk about based on the last couple of episodes that we have had that and plus i think it's important for us to de- to develop a framework of the progression of relationships mm-hmm. because while we're talking about it from the perspective of a marriage relationship before you ever get married you're gonna have some friends right and if you don't i always say we play like we practice so if you're not good in your friendships mm-hmm. you're gonna probably struggle in your other relationships as well right and this is Valentine's Day weekend. Yes, it is. So happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. When you asked me, do you sure you want to do this tonight? I said, well, I'm doing what I love with the person I love. And so that is the definition of Valentine's Day, right? Yes, it is. It's it a defi- love day. It, it's a love day. <laughs> you know, and I read an interesting fact that was actually pretty interesting when it comes to Valentine's because that actually, some accounts of it, was by a martyr by St. Valentine's Mm -hmm. and he gave a Valentine to his jailer's daughter Mm -hmm. who had been healed of blindness. It was from a friendship. So I thought that was kind of appropriate for the time of the year that we're talking about it's on Valentine's Day and the topic that we're actually talking about. I thought that was pretty interesting. What's really amazing that you say that I did a post today about Valentine's Day Mm -hmm. and it basically talked about John 316 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him will not perish but have eternal life. And when you look through the the scripture, right. it spells Valentine. Hmm. And so I thought that was beautiful because I believe that everything that's good and perfect comes from God. Mm-hmm. And while we might think that we're the originators of things, mm-hmm. everything that's good and perfect comes from the Lord. Right. But we are going to be talking about some of the elements of becoming a friend, because just yes. like with the conversation that we we tend to have these conversations before we actually start recording. I think that's the genesis for the most of our 
our episodes are from our conversation. Yeah, and it will and it, our experience. It could be from a road trip. I think we were in the car and we just started talking about friends and things like that, mm-hmm. and that we were like, hmm. Well, let's do something. this before you start talking about a friend. Let's talk about what a stranger is. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because that's where everyone starts off at. So, you know, I like acronyms. I know you do. So this is not an acronym, though. Yes, it is. It's not. It is from this standpoint. Strangers, acquaintances and friends. Mm -hmm. I'm calling it SAF. Okay. Mm S-A-F. So before you become really friends, you're strangers. Yes, you are. You know, and you think about that as a as a defining moment of a stranger a stranger is somebody that you really don't know. No. I you mean, just meet them for the, for the first time. You know, we tend to have a lot of, we meet people just in a casual way. And that's, like we said, we, we're talking about this from a relational standpoint. Mm-hmm. So you think about when you meet someone, whether it's for the prospect of a relationship or not. Or just casually you meet them just in passing. Right. And And it really talks about as a stranger being a person that you don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. This is an unknown person and because you don't know anything about them, but you don't also don't know anything about their character right. or their true identity. Right. You know, when I think about that from a dating standpoint, you can be a stranger because they don't know anything about you. Yeah. Even after you've been out on a couple of dates. Yes. And so and hopefully you are starting to learn things about their character during that time that you spend with them. If you're kind of paying attention so how long do you think that you would say that someone remains a stranger? Well, I think it, it depends. It depends on how transparent you are. We talk about it in our relationships and, and about the episode we were talking about, about being hot. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about someone is going to be dictated by the level of intimacy that you have with somebody that helps you progress in the relationship. So you go from being a stranger to being an acquaintance. Right, right. So I think that being a stranger probably unless you're in a on a bus or in an airport, those people can remain strangers because you're never going to have I think that in order for someone to become more than a stranger, you have to have this one thing and it's called communication. Mm-hmm. You have to have some type of direct communication with them, dialogue, communication, or you can even get information about strangers by using Google. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays People don't have to remain strangers without you talking to them because now we can go to Google and look up information about the person. But I guess you would still have to know their name. You have to know something about them. You have to know something about them. Well, you think about even from a a stranger, somebody, like I said, you just have a casual meeting with. Mm -hmm. You don't know anything about them. Yeah. You don't know any of the history. You don't any know anything about their character. It could be someone you just met at the grocery store. Those are strangers. Yeah. And I think strangers is probably the shortest um, phase of a relationship because mm-hmm. normally people don't stay strangers very long. Well, yeah. Yeah. And again, we're since we're talking about it from a relationship standpoint, right. you know, you think about that progression that happens from a stranger when you meet someone, you think you're interested in them. Mm-hmm. You know, you may be at a, uh, an a, engagement, a, an engagement mm-hmm. or an event or something that you right. come across someone that you've never met before. And you start up a, a conversation with them. So right then and there, I know it seems more granular that we're talking about it, maybe at a real, real Elementary. macro, macro level, yeah, like, like they yeah. say, where you're you're thinking about them from, I don't know anything about this person. So really, 
even if you meet them and you find out what their name is or whatever, they're still a stranger just because you know their name and you know some things about them because you, you you're really getting to know them. Right. You, you, you don't have anything, a point of reference to base it on. Right. And so from stranger, we're going to go into them becoming an acquaintance. Okay. And you, that's I, the reason why I, when we talked about it being friends, strangers, acquaintances and frenemies was because I think that because we're men and women, you know, I'm a woman and you're a man, that frenemies is something that is probably more of a female experience. Yeah, okay, you mentioned frenemies, so I have to be educated <laughs> on what this really means. So what? so okay. how it would you actually in the dictionary, it's not a made up word. It's in the dictionary. It's in the dictionary. And and I'm not being funny, no, y'all. I'm we, serious. we do not talk about these we talk, but sometimes we come up with things that I, we don't rehearse this. I and we say. do it on purpose because we want it to be organic and fresh and not rehearsed. You know, I've heard the term frenemy, mm-hmm. but you got to help me out and define this. Like you said earlier, yeah. this is a guy thing. Yeah. Maybe we don't know what it is. So you got to explain to me what a frenemy is. Well, a frenemy is someone that would appear to be a friend, but there's someone who you have a equal disdain for each other or a dislike for each other so it's a, a frenemy is someone who you know but you don't necessarily like they're not your flavor um there's there's normally a normally frenemies are rooted in jealousy hmm. there's normally a um i want to be you you know, people would always say, keep your friends close, keep your friend, your enemies. enemies closer. Right. Well, I think that's where the term frenemy came, because okay. when people say that, how can you want to be close to someone that you don't like? Right. So think about what that, that term when we talked about it, would that be still considered a stranger, though? Well, because no, because, you know, you a frenemy is someone, you know them and they know you, you know, things about them. Yes, because you have to know something about someone. Um, to be considered a friend. Mm-hmm. So it's a friend of me. It's someone that you know. And the thing about it is that most people have frenemies and they don't even know it. They're not even aware. And that's why this. I thought this episode was going to be really important because I think sometimes when you're in unhealthy relationships mm-hmm. and you've done it your whole life, you're really unaware of how people are supposed to treat you because you get used to people treating you poorly. So you think, Oh, this, this is just the way it's supposed to be. When really that could have been a frenemy, a frenemy, a friend, but they're not really don't have your best interest at heart. No, they don't. They don't. And, and ex- some examples of a frenemy would be, Ooh, I like that dress, but it would look better on me. Is that something that they would actually say to themselves oh, or out loud to you? Wow. Yeah. And, and for me, I could honestly say in my lifetime, I've never been the kind of person where I was like, oh, I have, I have haters. I've never felt that. I've never. So would haters be considered a friend of me? I think that's a whole nother category. Wow. Haters. I mean, but I don't know. I, I can't speak on the whole hater thing because I've never had haters. Well, haters don't really know you. Right. You and know, so those are just, just those are just naysayers. Somebody. Right. Okay. But a friend of me is They're someone. They're really strangers. That, that have to, has to know. Yeah. So a hater is a, is a, is a, is stranger. a stranger. It's a stranger. Yeah. And, um, and so things like, um. I really, really like that hair color on you, but I think it would look better on me. Wow. So that's kind of layered in a, a identity issue with it themselves. Is. It is. 
And, and unfortunately, some of us are more wired towards jealousy than others. And for me, I can honestly say unsaved, didn't know Jesus. Jealousy was just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I just didn't understand. I had enough inner turmoil. I was so busy trying. I was so busy fighting me. Right. <laughs> I really didn't have the energy to really fight other people or compete with other people. So that's why I think that some people are kind of ob- oblivious to people who are frenemies because you have this mindset that when I say that you're my friend, you're really my friend. Right. And that's not always the case. And so hopefully that has shed some light and we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on that. But I think that it is a very real part of relationships that we need to expose because healthy relationships help you to grow. Right. They make you better. They encourage you. They correct you. They provoke you. They make you better than you can be by yourself. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to make room in your life for relationships that are not benefiting either of you. You know, because when you think about a person that kind of goes into the we're, we're talking about acquaintances mm-hmm. right now and you define it as a, a part of that. I guess between stranger and friend, stranger and acquaintance could be a friend of me falls into that category, so to speak. Um, I think that normally a friend of me is someone that I think about with Judas and Jesus, mm-hmm. a friend of me, that's just their bend. Right. It's not necessarily because you so did it's, anything. It's almost like character flaws in it, themselves. It is. It really is. It really is. So when you think about a, a, an acquaintance, though, that's someone that they may know you a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, but they really don't know intimate things about you because I think the catalyst for someone going from stranger to intimate mm-hmm. to uh to stranger to acquaintance right. is the level of intimacy that you actually display or them. or have with that person right. that where that's where that transition comes from. Mm-hmm. So what would you say some of the things that are important in order to transition from acquaintance to friend? It goes back to into what we talked about in a couple of episodes ago, we or even the last episode about being hot. Mm-hmm. You know, when you can you think about the level of hotness that you have with someone, mm-hmm. you're going to be honest and open and transparent with them. I think that is what is going to be significantly a, a part of that transition. And then there's the time of intimacy that you display with them. You know, because people can tell you things about them. Right. We, we we just had an encounter as a quick story. We just had an <laughs> encounter the other day at a restaurant where we were. I love order- my husband. <laughs> I love my husband. We, he is so long suffering. We, we ordered some food and we were sitting there waiting on it to get done. And this guy came up and just started telling me his whole life story. y'all. I'm talking about I know his grandfather was in the Navy. I know he was in the Navy and I know he did some amazing things in the Navy and he went on and on. I know how he moved from a certain part of town to this new part mm-hmm. of town. He was new in town. I mean, he was telling me his yeah. whole life story. And it's funny because we just had an episode where we talked about that, about oversharing and boundary issues. And, and I just think that it's just a part of the way God has wired us where it's just something on our head that says, tell me your whole life story. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. But I also think it's something that you have to learn how to filter, right? you know, and how engaged you get in learning how, how to um, not necessarily turn people off, but how to, I guess, I don't want to say shut them down, but I guess to just listen, because you, you were just so patient. Well, I just listened to you them, listen but, so but the thing that I was thinking about, because I knew we were coming up on this episode, that it was kind of like, 
okay, this person is a stranger because yes. I don't know anything about him. I don't even know his name or anything right. like that. And you still but, don't know his name. But he was acting as an acquaintance yes. because he was telling me everything about them. So that's something that you to answer your question. Just because someone tells you things about them, yeah, they still could be a stranger. And, and, and they're just know, a, a they, they're a stranger who overshares. Overshares, but I said it like this: He was giving me his life's resume. Mm-hmm. He was telling me all these intimate details about his life, which think about it, you can almost Google things about people, so you yeah, can find. But out you still have to know their name to do that. Well, yeah, you do, you do, and I guess the point I'm trying to make is. I could, he could tell me things about himself. He mm-hmm. can tell me his whole life story. Right. And you still not know But him. have no exactly. intimacy. There yeah. was nothing there. So, right. and you think about, you can be in a relationship with someone that you can spend a lot of time with, even years, and they share things and you know things about them, but you don't have any intimacy and they stay at that stranger or and, that, and that part at, of I'm sorry, at that acquaintance And a part of title. it because... There's the one element, you know, we talked about being hot. But one of the things that I think that is so important in relationships is trust. Mm -hmm. And trust has got to be earned and built. It's not automatic. And that's one of the things for me growing up, I had a lot of issues with understanding that trust has to be earned. Mm -hmm. You know, while I loved everyone, I think I trusted too easily. Right. And that goes back to the way I was raised as far as when you don't have those proper examples and boundaries, you have trust issues. Mm-hmm. You, you just either trust too easily or you don't trust. And for me, I trust it too easy. So I think that when we don't uh, understand that trust is something that has to be earned, we give it too early to people. Like you said, we don't know their character. We don't know their history. We don't even know, you know, what their goal is in getting to know us because some people really don't want to know us they really just want to know um, facts about you no facts about dirt about you yeah yes no things about you they don't necessarily want to know you and so I, i thought that this was really important um as we were talking about friends strangers Acquaintances. Acquaintances and frenemies. Right. <laughs> that we really, have, because I think that in relationships, if you don't understand where people are in the process of the relationship, it's really easy to go and to give things to that part of the relationship that it's not ready for. Right. You can go into areas that that have not been developed. Yeah. And, and based on that, I got five questions okay. that you can kind of ask yourself to determine if a person is really an acquaintance right. before they transition into a friend. So these are five questions. Y'all, y'all know we like okay. coming up with lists and things yes, like that. So husband. the first one that you can do to ask yourself, if, if this person is an acquaintance, you ask yourself this, have I done things with them outside of the set, setting that we are usually brought together in? And you know like why that's important or church or mm-hmm. an event or a club or a hobby. Right. So have you done things with them? outside of that 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 because you really can't know the real person if you only seen them in one setting Mm -hmm. we talk about that in dating you have to see people in different seasons and different stages of life to get to know the whole person okay yes and then you ask them this question do i know them on a more personal level than others in Mm -hmm. that setting okay so if say you're instance you're in a a hobby or a club or, or something like that or and the gym. Or the gym, yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be a, a good common place, you, something that brought you together as a common point of reference. But you know, say it's a group thing. You 
know things about them personally that everybody, other people in that group do not know. Right. Okay. So those are two questions. The third one is, have we bonded over the activity or a circumstance? Mm, That's a really good one. Okay. Would this person consider me a friend? And I think one of the things that makes that so important is friendship is mutual. You both are friends. Right. And then the last question is, if you answer no or you're unsure of the responses, you probably are just an acquaintance. An acquaintance. You know, I remember there was this movie that Angela used to try to get Aaron and Tia to watch is he's really not that into you. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's important that you realize that a friendship is going to be something you're both working towards. If you're the one doing everything, then more than likely you're just an acquaintance. You're not a friend. Right. And that, and that's a difficult place to be in when you think of yourself more than what that other person can think of. And this is a question I'll ask you. If you think of this person as an acquaintance, but they think of you as a stranger, which one are they or which one are you to them? Or how do you handle that or navigate that? I think that you have to, because the Bible says to live with people according to the knowledge of who they are. Mm -hmm. I'm learning in this stage of my life that I am going to reciprocate, not initiate. Okay. Because if I am as important to them as they are to me. We're both going to make time for one another. I mean, put effort so if you treat it. me like a stranger, hey, I'm a stranger. And sometimes you have to, and, and it can be painful because oh, we experienced a, a yeah. time where you thought you or I thought I was more to someone than I really was. Mm-hmm. And based on just some of the questions that I asked, I had to be honest with myself yes. and say, you know what? I'm only an acquaintance to this yeah. person, even though some years have passed right. and some time has really been invested. So don't confuse investment of time with the with... quality of the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. So, and it's really amazing because, you know, we were talking, I was talking to a friend of ours. We were talking about with learning how to let go. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about, I was telling her, I said, you know, if you know what size shoes you wear and those shoes don't fit you, what do you do? Some of us women, we're going to push our foot in that shoe and we're going to wear it. We're going to have corns. And, but as you gonna grow, be it's going to be painful. But as you grow, you realize these shoes just don't fit me. And so I think that in our life, in relationships, we have to accept that some relationships no longer fit us. Mm-hmm. And we have to leave room for the relationships that are going to be deposits and build us up and make us better and not necessarily hold us hostage or make us feel obligated. Cause you know, one of the things I can say we are both guilty of is we're very loyal to a fault right? and learning how to realize that, like you said, just because you've known someone a long time, it doesn't mean you know them well. Mm-hmm. And the way you value the relationship might not be the way they value it, but you can't, control the way someone else feels right if you feel a certain way towards someone they don't feel that same way it doesn't mean you should change your feelings it just means you have to i think you have to allow the person the other person you have to respect where they are in the relationship as well too you can't make someone feel the same way that you do and and it's important that and it kind of goes back into one of the other episodes that we talked about was you got to be willing to accept people just as they are Mm -hmm. not just your spouse yeah but even your acquaintances and your friends. That's what we're going to be talking about after we 
give you a little bit of an update. Yeah. Normally we would do the God Wisdom Got Questions, yes. but we are going to be doing a little We're bit of a transition. Yes, yes, yes. So you can tell them about the app. Yes, but before we do that, this is the time in our show where we want to say thank you. Yes. We have so many people. We want to thank God first. But I want to thank you, Gil. Thank you for your patience and your investment and your long suffering, your willingness to do things that make you uncomfortable. This week we were on Channel 57. We got to meet Babby Mason. She was better in person than she is even in. It's just her being in her presence was just an amazing experience of humility. Right. And so we're grateful for that. And we want to thank God for that. It was really actually fun. It, she was an excellent see, interviewer. She was. Excellent. She inspired you, me. You she know, made me. You could tell when people have been doing something a long time and they're and they like what they're doing. Yeah. And, it was, and, it was and her music is amazing. Too. Yeah. Beautiful. We're going to actually. And, and she agreed to be on the show. Yes, so we're going to have her. Yes. And we're going to share some of her music. Right. On the show. Because we got permission. Yeah. We got her permission. Thank you, Baby Mason. We love you. And so I want to, you know, thank you for that. Thank you for all the people who listen. Um, who've been giving us feedback. Feedback. Because as, as hopefully if you've started or been on this journey with us, you can tell how the show has transitioned and changed. And that's directly because of the feedback that we've been getting from listeners. Yes. Which is just as important because this is our show. Yeah. Not, when I say our, I'm not talking about Renee and I. I'm talking yeah. about everybody who listens. Yeah. I'm talking about our as in the yes. community. Yes. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you need. And we will, to the best of our ability, provide you with that. And so you have, and you thank me for something. And I thank you for all the marketing and all the posting and oh, all the other things you. that you do. And even developing of the app. Yeah. Why don't you tell them about Speak Freely? Okay. Well, guys, the reason why we don't have Got Wisdom, Got Question anymore, because now we have an app and it is called Speak Freely. It's on the Apple and Google Play Store. Um, it's really designed it's to... Speak Freely with Gil and Renee. Right. You're right, baby. It's Speak Freely with Gil and Renee. And it's really designed to provide a platform for you to ask questions, share wisdom, and make decisions in an anonymous platform because I really realized that most people really want help, but they want to do it anonymously. That's okay. And it's okay. And so rather than um, continuing to try to get, solicit, yeah, we, we felt that it like was that. better to provide a platform for that because just because we don't ask for help, it doesn't mean we don't need help. Right. And I think that some of the things we're doing in secret are hurting us. And so this is something we can do other than praying in secret. Mm -hmm. We can do this in secret. And we can still get some help. And then it, it's it's progressive. So you can actually go onto the platform and write your response. Or you can call the hotline, which the hotline is not anonymous. If you call, we, you, we're going to know you're calling. But we will keep it confidential. Yes, it's confidential. And so whatever you share in the Speak Freely community stays within that community. Unless you give permission for us to share it. You right. know, to help others. Right. Unless you ask us to or we, you know, just know that the things that we talk about in that platform is not going to be a part of the show because we feel like that's a safe place. And so we don't want you to feel like you're a specimen or we're going to use your information just for content, just no. for content. It's not. It's really designed to be a safe place to help us to grow and get better and to be transparent with one another because we really need that. And so um, that's 
we have it's 99 cent the app is 99 cent and it's going to help us to take care of all the things that we're doing going forward in the journey as far as um projects coming up in the future and so it's just just going to be a way for us to help support support what the radio we're doing. The, the, yeah, the show the podcast right because yeah. we've been kind of branching out and getting on some other platforms and and we have no problem with funding this yes. because we believe this is something that God called us to do. But we also know that there are other people out there who want to share in what we're doing. Yes. And, so make we it, appreciate and it. yes, and we appreciate you all. And so um, we just wanted to say thank you. And um, we're going to figure out what we're going to do with this segment. So we're just praying about that. But we're going to still always have this middle segment. Just don't know what it's going to be yet. But, but it'll be something coming. It'll be something. It'll so be again, something. we want to Helpful. thank you. So if you want to reach out to us, you can always do it on the Speak Freely app. with Gil. It's called Speak Freely with Gil and Renee. You can find it in all the apps, platforms, Google mm-hmm. and Apple and all those things. But also you can reach out to us from the website. Yes. At richrelationshipsus.com. And if you're interested in being on our show, we actually have a segment where you can actually sign up. Um, we still kind of have to meet you and screen you and kind of make sure that you are going to be compatible and we're going to be compatible, but we do have a space for you to go onto the website and apply the rest, to, request to be become a part of our community and sure. be, a, be a, one of our guests and share your love story. So we really appreciate it again. And we love you all. Gil and Renee Beaver's over 30 year relationship is the genesis for the Rich Relationship Podcast, which is designed to empower individuals with the tools, principles, and the community needed to unpack ourselves our past, and our preconceived notions associated with relationships. Let's get empty and grow together so that our lives will be filled with love and healthy, rich relationships. Now let's go into our show. So we're talking about SAV, strangers, acquaintances, friends, and frenemies. And frenemies. On this episode of the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. So we already were talking about friends, I mean, uh, strangers and acquaintances. acquaintances. And we kind of t- talked on friends. We're not going to spend a lot of time on frenemies. We don't want to do that. No, but we do want to make sure that we know that it is a real thing. It right. really does exist. So but going moving forward, though, now we want to talk about friends. You know, I and love I, friends. And I love the, the Bible. One of my favorite Bible scriptures is Ecclesiastes 4. That's the scripture for our podcast. Yes, where it it's says, our anchor scripture. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, they have someone there to help them. Mm, isn't God amazing? But if you're alone, yeah, or you treat yourself like you're alone, right? you don't have anyone. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to help with. That's all the reasons why we're doing this show. It's just to help to be that partner that comes alongside because yeah. nobody has to be alone you choose yeah. to be alone right everything's and and we've all been hurt yes absolutely we've all been disappointed we've all been betrayed we've all had people do things that have made us want to just go into a hole and stay there or cut people off right and, and that's not healthy because at the end of the day we learn the most about ourselves while we're in relationships with other people yes because you could think you're all all right yeah. Until you get into a relationship. And that's the thing I love about the, the the people that I'm blessed to call my friends is that they know all of the things about me that are wrong and they know my strengths and my growth areas and they still love me. You know, and that's kind of mm-hmm. talking about what, you know, you can, like I said, at the very beginning of the show, you can have multiple definitions of what a friend is. But mm-hmm. one that I found that I thought was really good is a person to whom you have a mutual affection 
for mm-hmm. and it's an exchange, mm-hmm. but also you have an interpersonal bond that is more than an acquaintance. Yeah. And you know, one of the things I love, Charles Stanley talked about a friend, a friend is someone you can pray with, you can laugh with, you can cry with, you can joke with, you know, you can have it all together and you could also not be doing well. Right. Because that's a difference between a friend and a frenemy. A frenemy only wants to be close to you so that they can see you fail Mm -hmm. because that's their hopes is that you fail. A friend is going to be there with you through it all, the good, the bad, and they're always hoping the best for you. And that's a good point. But we are one thing I wanted to kind of put out there. We are not talking about friends with benefits. Those are not really friends. No, that's a frenemy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> That's probably the epitome of a frenemy, but we just don't realize that it's a frenemy. Right. Well, it may be something that is pretty common in today's society, but it's not beneficial in the long run no, it's when not. it comes to relationships. Because I believe, and I've said it before, that um, sex is the mystery of marriage. Mm-hmm. And God designed it that way because once you become sexually intimate with someone, you no longer see them objectively. Right. And that's a gift for marriage. It's you don't you need to see someone that you're dating objectively. Right. You need to see them for who they are. You don't want to make a decision because you're emotionally invested, mm-hmm. and then in the long run you end up wishing you never would have been with someone that you should have taken the time to get to know. And so we believe that sex is for marriage, right? Only. So as we're talking about friends, though, friends is someone that. You can have that type of intimacy with, and we're not talking right. about the sexual intimacy. Right. We're talking about the intimacy of your being emotions transparent. and your communication. And being vulnerable. Yes, those are all things that have to be there. Mm-hmm. Because if not, they are either strangers yeah. or they're just acquaintances. Let me give you an example of okay. what we mean when we talk about being transparent with a friend. Okay. My friends can come over, and if I have on my pajamas and I haven't cleaned up, I don't feel like I have to rush and do that. Mm -hmm. That's a a form of being transparent that we're talking about with your friends. Your friends have seen you. They've seen you cry. They've seen you laugh. They've been with you when you're mourning. They've been with you when you're rejoicing. And so we're talking about the kind of transparency, the kind of intimacy we're talking about. We're talking about an emotional intimacy, not a sexual intimacy. You know, and I think about our own relationships. We were friends because I mean, even when we were dating, I'm talking about when we were dating. And as as I was writing some of the things that even thinking about this, Mm -hmm. I thought about some of the times where we would share conversations that were pretty heavy. You know, people, we've always been categorized as being too serious. (laughs) I'm going to put that out there right now. And we are too serious, but it's (laughs) the way God wired us. We can't. And it's not that we're We're working on it. Yes. That's our growth area. (laughs) Our, our confession is our growth area is that we don't play. <laughs> <laughs> Not play in the sense of having activities or fun activities, yeah. but this is something that is enjoyable. But yeah. the point I was getting at was as we were dating, we were always talking about real serious stuff that happened in our past. Yeah. And we were sharing things that that may not have been so good or maybe been too heavy for a relationship. And this was at an early age yeah. that there was nothing that you didn't know about me and then my and family, things that have happened to me and things mm-hmm. that I was afraid of, things that I was fearful of, mm-hmm. things, all those types of things. 
because that was a level of intimacy that you have to have that yeah. we wanted to establish, not even knowing that we were doing something that was going to benefit our relationship. Because a part of one of the biggest ingredients in a healthy friendship is you can be vulnerable. You trust them. It feels safe, you know, and there's there's different stages that each relationship has to go through. And if you don't ever get to the security and the safety, then all the other parts of the relationship, if you only focus on the sexual part of a mm -hmm. relationship, then the trust and the security and the vulnerability and the commitment and all those other levels of the relationship, you can't rely on one. And you one. never get there. You never get there because you skip it and you go to all the things that really were not designed to be for something other than because one of the things about being married is that you are my only source of sexual fulfillment mm -hmm. and I am yours. And that's what makes a marriage relationship different from all of your other friendships and even your relationship with your family. You know, that's what makes the marriage relationship unique. And that's what makes it a covenant and a bond because of the sexual nature of your marriage. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about that, that's why it's so important that we use the life that God gave us with the standards that he's created. Because if he created us, he's created standards for us. He gives countless examples of friendship and countless examples of relationship. And the reason why he does that, because he doesn't want us to live life alone. He doesn't want us to go through life trying to figure out things on our own. He wants us to do it in community. Because I think about when we were younger. Mm -hmm. Well, before we got married, we had friends, but as we got married, your spouse should become your closest oh, yeah. friend. Yeah. You know, not your boys, mm -mm. not your girlfriends. Mm -mm. Your spouse takes that place. Yeah. And if they haven't taken that place, now you have an ideal of maybe some of the issues that may be apparent in the relationship that it hasn't reached a certain level of intimacy where you can talk about and communicate things that you can only tell that you have only told your boys or you have only told your girlfriend. And if you think about that, because one of the things I remember telling Aaron, I said, the only way we're going to get close is by talking. Mm -hmm. The only way you can get close to someone is by them knowing everything that goes on inside of you, because in order to be connected some to someone, they have to know you. And they have to know the real you, not the idea of you, but the real you. And so you think about just how many people don't have anybody that knows them? Right. But, you know, I would be willing to say, and this may sound a little harsh, but that's on them. Because it's a choice. Because, it, right. It's a choice. And that's what I mean by that. Because but sometimes people you, haven't been taught. And so that's well, why we're doing this episode. Well, and tell I'm, people to know what it takes. Right. And I'm not saying it from, I hope it doesn't sound harsh, but it's it's on them because you have to be willing to take a risk. And talk about what's going on and share it with someone that you can communicate with. But what if you don't know that that's what, what if you think that a relationship is, we both like a certain brand of purses, so we're friends. No, but, that's just something you have in common. But if you don't know, and see, this is, this is why we do this podcast, because there are so many things that you can assume that people know, but I believe that just like common sense is not a flower that grows in anyone's garden, the, the, the the um the tools and the um principles of relationships are things that people just don't know. Well, I'm talking about if I'm going through something. Mm -hmm. I'm a guy. Uh -huh. I'm going through something. 
I have people in my world, in my sphere mm-hmm. that I interact with. They may be a stranger and no, I'm not going to tell them. No. They may be an acquaintance. No. And I'm saying, I'm saying you're going to have to risk that if you don't have friends that you can really share things with, then you have to work with what you have. There mm-hmm. are some acquaintances that you have that are closer. They may not, and they're only as close as you allow them to be. Right. So it's still going to be required for you to take that step to say, you know what, this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share it with the best out of my sphere right. of influence or sphere of people that are involved in my life. That so I in can. other words, everyone you take has someone that they can talk to. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Chris, um, last week, week before last, he said, we go to God for forgiveness, but we go to people for healing. And I thought that that was so powerful because we have this idea that I don't have to talk to anyone. I don't need, I have Jesus, so I don't need friends. Or, you know, I have a husband, so I don't need friends. Or I have a wife. We all need relationships. And the reason why we need them is because there's things that Warren can say to you that I can't say to you. Because he can speak to your manhood and I can't. And I think that's one of the things that I think women need to understand is that there's women cannot teach a man how to be a man. The only thing a woman can do is teach a man what a woman needs. And so that's why those relationships are so important because we need people that can speak to the parts of us that sometimes the people that are the closest to us don't have the grace to speak to. Sure. Yeah. And that's why I do. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for we that we go to a church where we have a pastor that you respect and admire and that we are getting such great wisdom on relationships, on how to get better at them, mm-hmm. to how to be more engaging, getting into small groups and talking to people and just even doing the podcast. To me, our podcast is our small group. It allows us to connect with people that we may never see, we may never meet. But and it allows us to always be available to people. But those are acquaintances. Yes, they are. But we want to become friends. Yes. That's our desire. So we are sharing those intimate things about ourselves, not just as a one way street. That's why the podcast and that's why we give out the email address. Yes. And that's why we give the address and the website and the Speak Freely Mm -hmm. app to reach out to people because we all need someone just like I read with the scripture you always need that brother or that sister to come alongside and that's all we're doing is saying you know what we are available we're available so we have enjoyed this actual conversation about friends strangers or let's do it in the right way about strangers acquaintances friends Enemies, frenemies, frenemies, and real friends. Yeah, we love real friends because those are the things that are really work are what makes this life worth living. Yeah. The people that are in our lives that we want to and share, that we share our with. life with. Yes, and you have to share your life with them because that's where the true wholeness comes and the healing comes. Yes, it does. So we enjoyed you guys this week, and we will see you next week on the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. And remember, we are stronger together. Let's grow. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your investment in time. Remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from. Or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil and Renee. 
If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, please pass it along and share it with them. And also, you can always send your questions and comments to richrelationships.us at gmail.com. This is a weekly podcast, and the new episodes are going to be posted on Monday by 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow!